weeks. It's Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, why I'm worried my dogs might cancel my ass. Plus, a rare pro-rape rally, a drunk woman's need to wear fuzzy slippers to calm her general anxiety disorder, and a man crying over hairy pussy. All coming up today. I walked down lonely roads, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's home to me, and I walked alone. I walked in empty streets, on the boulevard of broken dreams. She is a fat cunt. Drunken Negro face cookie. It's just a fun thing. Stuff my fucking asshole. That's it. Stuff the fucking shit box. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Yes! Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Have a great program for you. Uh, I want to take just a few minutes at the top of the show to bitch and complain about a variety of things. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but it's going to be a rapid fire segment. I just, uh, you know, I woke up today annoyed and I need to get stuff off my chest. First of all, you know how conservatives, especially people like Elon Musk and stuff, constantly reference the woke mind virus? Well, I think I understand what they're talking about here. There may be some validity to what they're saying, because I think I've been infected. Longtime freaks know that I have a, a bunch of dogs. I mean, I'm down one of them because uh, the old one died, what, about like a month ago or something like that. But I still have uh, two left that I have not managed to kill. These are uh, my pandemic dogs. I got them in either mid-2020 or 2021. I can't quite remember. Those COVID-19 years are a blur. But uh, I am in love with those dogs especially the defective one named Aika. And again, the uh, the naming structure is Allor Douche. And yes, it's Japanese anime girl names. I can't remember which anime Aika is from. Maybe some Tenchi, Tenchi something. When in doubt, I usually go with Sailor Moon. That's his favorite anime, and a lot of his names come uh, from there. As a matter of fact, you know, he's in uh, IT. He's a computer guy. And whenever he has to, like, name a server or a printer or something at work, it's usually, like, Sailor Pluto or Galaxia. You know, he's something anime-related. Whatever. He's a big dork. It's just funny hearing employees say, My computer won't connect to Lady Kayege or, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just weird names. 
Back to the dog, though. Aika, I'm in love with. She's the defective one. She is, like, super shy. She was returned, uh, like, prior. She was a rescue a couple times. And people just kept returning her because they're like, she's not acting like a dog. She's too weird. And so we adopted her. And then after a couple weeks, she was still acting all crazy. And we went back to that same rescue and said, hey, is there any dog that you have that Aika was familiar with, that hung out with? Because maybe that might be good for her if we got another dog that she knew might help her come out of her shell. And sure enough, we got the second dog, Setsuna who uh, I'm also deeply in love with. Uh, and she, she's like the best dog. She's like a normal dog, but super calm and very good. We haven't had any problems. They're both actually really great dogs. Now, back to the woke mind virus thing. I have a tendency to uh, speak to my dogs and I shower them with love and kisses and hugs. And I, I'm like, that old Tiny Toons character, Elmira, where I'm, you know, I basically strangle the dogs, hugging them. I'm swinging them around, dragging them wherever I go. Usually dogs follow you on their own. Like they want to be around you. My dogs routinely are like, okay, that's enough. I need some alone time. I'm uh, I'm a bit too much for them. Regardless, I, uh, I'm always talking to them and telling them how pretty they are. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you've got the prettiest eyes. You're such a pretty girl. But recently uh, I, I keep catching myself thinking, oh, I probably shouldn't be saying that to the dog because they're going to think that the only thing I like them for is their beauty. You know how some women bitch and complain when they're given compliments about their appearance? And now like it's, it's inappropriate for a guy to comment really uh, on how a woman looks. And now I'm prescribing that you know, I'm applying that to my dogs as if they understand <laughs> what what I'm even saying. I'm like, oh, my God, if someone hears me, I'm going to get canceled. I've had such a hard time breaking myself, uh, you know, saying you're so pretty. Oh, my God, you're a pretty girl. What I do now is I, I start adding other things that have nothing to do with their beauty. I'm like, oh, and you're so smart. You are such a, a smart, charismatic dog. You have a variety of positive features, not limited to, but including your pretty little snout and your gorgeous little eyes. But I also like that you have such a good heart and you're so giving and you you don't fight over the food. You share your toys with the other dog. That's a good girl. It's just, you know, it's exhausting now giving these dogs compliments. And again, they just, you know, they're just staring at me like, are we about to get fed or what? They're not offended by anything I'm saying. <laughs> They're just annoyed. All they hear is... <laughs> as long as my voice is not... <laughs> like, that's the voice they, you know, when they're in trouble. They piss on the floor or something. Obviously, they're just uh, responding to the sound of my voice. But I'm still afraid they're going to get on Twitter and roast my ass. You will not believe what my owner said to me. He said I have pretty eyes, as if that's the only thing I'm good for. Also, let's talk about the word owner. Wow, what an outdated term. I feel like I should be running through a cotton field in the antebellum south, rounding up all the slaves from Massa. Aika's got a point. The word owner does seem a bit offensive. See, the woke mind virus. It's got me thinking crazy. The other thing that was annoying me that I 
feel the need to bring to your attention. Look, if I'm going to be annoyed by something, you're going to hear about it. I'm going to make you suffer along with me. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves is that no one tries anything anymore. Everyone just plays it safe, especially when it comes to, you know, large corporations who sell stuff. You know, they got a lot of money on the line. But, you know, once in a while, you got to be bold. Take that new stupid iPhone that was just announced a couple weeks ago. What is different about it than the last iPhone? Nothing. You know what their big innovation is? They added a button on the side of the phone called the action button. They basically removed the uh, the little toggle switch that was used to silence the phone and uh, they replaced it with a button. The action button can be used for all sorts of things, right? You can uh, you could you could use it as a, a silencer for your phone or you could use it as a uh, button to take a picture with the camera or launch an app or something. Honestly, it's one of those features that no one's going to use. It's not exactly an innovation, and I most certainly uh, don't consider it a bold choice. Which brings me to the toilet. Talk about lack of innovation. You look at a toilet from 1950 and a toilet from 2023, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I'm just sick of everything being the same, you know? Why can't we add armchairs to the toilet? That's something new. I'd like to rest my arms on something when I'm taking a long shit. Why haven't we tried a reclining toilet yet? I know there's engineering issues involved with that because, you know, you got water sloshing around and pipes and stuff, but we're living in the age of Starlink internet satellites and self-driving cars. We can figure this toilet stuff out. You know, what's the big craze in laundry in like, I don't know, the last 15 years or so? Those uh, fucking scent boosters. You know, you know now you got to buy laundry detergent. You got to buy fabric softener. And now you also have to buy laundry boosters. You know, like little beads that make your clothes smell fresh for longer. You know what also smells bad? Typically, the toilet. How about a toilet that releases scent beads? as you're taking a shit or after you flush or something. You'd think companies would love this, this idea of uh, like a refillable thing for your toilet, stuff that people are gonna have to constantly buy, like toilet paper. Now they gotta keep loading up their toilet with scent boosting beads that'll be dispensed, you know? I'm just spitballing some ideas out there, some innovations. I just feel like everything's stagnating. You know, we come out with new stuff all the time, but uh, the stuff we already have, we just sort of just let grow old. We don't make improvements to. It's a goddamn shame, especially because, you know, we live in America. Our whole thing was innovation, being at the forefront of stuff. You know, you remember like the 1950s, 60s space race competing with Russia, always coming out with new things. I mean, I miss that spirit, even though technically I wasn't alive. Uh, back then. But I've read books. It's a thing that happened. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm just really cranky today, I guess. You know, I've been using these uh, teeth aligners. This is my second week. I just had to pop a new a new one in my head and I feel like a baby. You know, like you know, little babies cry all the time when they're teething. That's where I'm at. I'm just very irritable. Anytime you put in a new set of aligners, they're very tight. You know, they're basically pushing your teeth to move them around. So the first day or two of using new aligners, it's uh, uncomfortable. And I just want my banky, just something to bite down onto and or suckle. 
I joke, but uh, in reality, they do provide things to uh, to make your teeth feel better. They give you these little like hard, foamy things that you're supposed to bite down onto to seat the aligners. And then they have this electronic device. It's charged with like a cell phone charger and you stick it in your mouth and you bite down on it and it uh, starts vibrating real fast like a sex toy, really. And, uh, you know, that's supposed to make you feel better, too. Ultimately, you do kind of feel like a toddler using these things, but we'll see how it goes, I guess. All right, listen, I have a a bunch of great audio to share with you before we get into the news today. It's been a while since we've done some uh, police body cam footage. What I have for you today is an arrest at an apartment complex. The apartment management called the cops in reference to two intoxicated people asleep by the pool. The apartment management could not get them to wake up, so they got concerned. Finally, when police officers came, they left the area, but then started to cause a scene at the leasing office. Once again, cops had to intervene, and that's where we pick up. I really want Wes to check my mail, see if I can packages. Valeria Pineda, 322. She's talking very fast and very mumbly, but basically she's saying, Look, I just want to check my mail. Apparently, the mail is being held at the leasing office and the people behind the counter. They're like, no, you are drunk. Come back tomorrow. You can check your mail then. They don't That's want you in here. So do you understand? I live here. But you don't live here. You live in an apartment. That's so my suggestion would be for you to go to your apartment. OK. And just not get my mail? No, you have a right to your mail. Your mail will be here. All I'm asking is angel for my mail. OK, all I'm asking you to do is leave so I don't have to arrest you. Why would you arrest me for asking for my mail? Because they don't want you in here. This is private property. It's their property. It's not yours. I'm just asking for mail. I'm asking you to leave. I'm just asking for mail. If if you don't... Think of the mail. What about the mail? On one hand, I'm like, why don't they just hand her her fucking mail, right? it, It would be a lot easier. On the other hand, okay, she's super drunk, was causing a scene... They, they don't they don't want to deal with her. I'm gonna to have to arrest you. It is not worth arrest it. me. I'm just asking for my mail. I'm asking you to leave. I'm just asking for my mail. Do you understand okay. that? As a citizen, what, what would you like? Right, a standstill here. To do. You, I, I need her to leave. Okay. If you, you can do you literally arrest charges? me. Yes. You're gonna to go to jail if you don't walk out that door right now. I'm just asking for mail. Okay. Do you want to press charges if she doesn't leave? So the police is asking the apartment manager or leasing office or whatever. Do you want to press charges? They don't want to press charges, but they will if she doesn't leave. Okay. Yes. Do you really want to go to jail for this? Do you really want to go to jail for this? No, of then not. leave. Okay. I, I'm asking. I can't beg so you. So I can't come to my leasing office for mail. Not right now. Not until you sober not up. Right now. Until you sober up. Until you sober up. I'm just asking. Uh, you're just going to Okay, go. this goes back and forth for a while. The cops give her every opportunity to just turn around and leave, but she refuses to take those opportunities, and the inevitable happens. Yeah. Going to jail. Yeah, she's pretty calm about the whole thing. He, The, the cop has handcuffed her, and uh, he's escorting her to the police car. Stand right here. Have a seat. No, Have a seat. That's fine. No, yeah. I'm taking my fucking rights. Have Fuck a seat. That shit. Ultimately, she's pretty agreeable. She's like, okay, that's fine. Why then am I playing this clip? Seems like a pretty quiet arrest, right? Well, as she is secured in the back of the police cruiser, 
The police goes back to talk to the apartment employees and, you know, get statements and stuff. I just don't want, uh, like, I'm scared, like, you guys let her go. She's going to come back down here and cause a ruckus after you leave. We haven't really heard a ruckus come out of this drunk person. It's more of a low, persistent whining. Why can't I check my mailbox? I can't check my mail. Is that what that means? Pretty much just that over and over. Now, while that is going down inside of the apartment complex, outside, another police officer is talking to uh, the other intoxicated individual who was not arrested because he chose to leave when asked. No, uh, no, she's going to jail. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you listen closely, you can, you can hear some commotion in the vehicle. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah. yeah. There's some banging going on in there. Now you're starting to get an idea of why the apartment employees are worried about when she's released. Here's the, the ruckus they were referring to. Move. Move. No, no, no. no. Move. No, no, no. The police officer is concerned about all the banging in the car, so he goes to check that out. Move. No, no, no. What the fuck are you doing? Stay in here. No! Because I asked you to leave and the management asked you to leave. I can live in my apartment. I live here, man. But you don't live in the office where we I live in the apartment. Put your feet back in here. I just want my mail. That's Put your feet all back I in here. Now mail is the most important thing happening in her life right now. She was really looking forward to going through those Valpac coupons. Package coming from Amazon Put your that hasn't been here. delivered yet. And you're fucking arresting me for it. Oh, well, I mean, if she has an Amazon package, that changes everything. I kind of understand why she's freaking out because uh, I become a toddler as well when I'm waiting for a package. Like, I just can't wait. You got yourself arrested. I want to open my box. No, Put your feet in. no, no. Put your feet in. I'll put my fucking feet in. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Don't come between a woman and her Sephora delivery. See the way she's acting? That's a no-go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. She's got some pipes on her, man, because all those windows are rolled up, and I can hear her pretty clearly. The cop was talking to the other intoxicated guys that she was with. They don't want to be arrested, so they're like, okay, we'll go home. Bye. Now the cop is getting back into his car, I guess, to do some paperwork, as if he's going to get a second of peace and quiet in there. This is so fucking unfair! Fucking citizens are disregarded by every fucking law! And what's on my policy? Yeah, a lot of that is indecipherable. Like, drunk women become Tasmanian devils. into that check out her apartment that was a very specific number it's not like i killed 23 people or 24 people if you count the unborn fetus that woman was carrying around in her womb when i bludgeoned her lady you said too much it's fucked up i don't give a shit if you're fucking arresting me fuck that shit fuck this fucking country one it does sound like you care that you're being arrested and two how dare you this is the greatest country in the world. I gotta get my fucking zipper back on. I would just, I would arrest her for being a fucking commie. Very least. 
a traitor to this country. You know, you're so worried about the mail, bitch. I defy you to find another country with such a robust, efficient postal service. You're not going to get that in Guatemala. Yeah, at a couple points in the video, she's very concerned about her shoes and feet. Either the shoe is on the wrong foot, typical drunk people behavior, or she's missing her right shoe and she desperately wants it back. Not wearing those shoes are really going to fuck up her back. That's why she has to go to the chiropractor. Although I don't think it's that big of an issue when you're sitting down, not on your feet. Still, later on, she brings it up again. All I want is my right slipper back on my right foot. Because I have feet problems. I have general anxiety disorder. And if you guys don't obey to that, then that's going to be a real issue. So now she needs her slipper on her foot because she has general anxiety which has nothing to do with the chiropractor. Also, if it is like a chiropractic issue, I don't think you should be walking around in slippers. Orthopedically speaking, those are not the best for you and your body. Ultimately, she was taken to jail and charged with trespassing. I don't think I need to play any more clips. It's just, you know, it's more of the same. Uh, let's move on. Uh, our buddy Will Blunderfield has been active on Twitter. I fear he's losing it. He, uh, uh, he's going through some stuff, I think. Why else would you cry over a hairy pussy? And not like crying because he was afraid of what he saw, like, like the hairy pussy scared him. In fact, he's all for hairy pussy. He gets uh, very emotional about it. Take a listen to this very short video, Ode to Hairy Pussy. <laughs> he's doing breath work. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. You're probably going to think I'm joking. Yeah, at first I thought he was laughing, but no, he is most definitely crying. He's doing breath work. This is going to sound crazy. You're probably going to think I'm joking, but this woman with a hairy pussy came into my vision. <laughs> she told me. She showed me how I've been. How so many like, people have been brainwashed. He's really bawling. Also, I don't think this woman was real. Notice he said, this woman with a hairy pussy came into my vision. This was all as uh, Will was doing some breath work. <laughs> oh, so many people have been brainwashed. And it's not even brainwashed. It's, in, in Sanskrit philosophy, the brain is located in the body. We've been body washed <laughs> into this sterile environment of finding women's pussies unattractive if they're not like small and airless when really when we rewild ourselves and connect to our true nature we find beautiful women beautiful and those women tend to have beautiful bushes okay just say you like a hairy cunt you don't have to cry about it somehow him talking about hairy pussy ended up being like the gayest thing he's ever said and he routinely plays with his ass and jerks off other dudes. So that is quite an accomplishment. Don't worry, though. Will is still cuckoo for cock. There's an interesting phenomenon that happens when men who identify as straight do things like maybe take mushrooms or in some cases have... Okay, the way he says mushrooms drives me crazy. You take mushrooms or... In mushrooms. 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 Or in mushrooms. Now that's the proper way of pronouncing it. Mushrooms. 
I love mushrooms. Mushrooms. Uh, get out of here with that shit. All right. So I guess what he's saying here is uh, what? When straight dudes take mushrooms, they get gay. Take mushrooms or in some cases have a couple beers with their bros. And oh, after yeah. about five beers, they'll say things like, bro, I would love to suck your manhood. You know, let's do it in the alley behind the bar. Don't tell anybody. You know, we call this bromance or we call this bromeopathy. And it's actually extremely common for men who have girlfriends, wives, and children to want to suck the meat of their bestest bros. I knew it. You are all gay. Just got to get you drunk. Get your guard down. When they're inebriated, when when they've taken a substance. Remind me, if we ever do a Distorted View uh, event, have an open bar. That's right. Male listeners drink for free. Ladies, you got to pay full price, though. This is a little experiment I want to try on my listeners. Breath work. That's the one I recommend. That kind of helps your psyche get out of the matrix programming a little yeah. bit. Now, I'm not. Yeah, asking- that's the problem. The only reason you guys are straight, not craving dick is because you're you're in the matrix. You got to free your mind and the rest will follow. Be colorblind and don't forget to swallow. In Vogue really knew what they were talking about. Why would that be evolutionarily adapted to want to suck your bro's meat, his hummus cannon, and receive some of his divine protein shake of the gods? Well, if you have maybe lower testosterone levels, which beer will do, right? If you're drinking beer, it's going to lower your testosterone, raise your estrogen, because it's a natural estrogenic, the barley and the hops. Ha ha. All you alcoholics are so feminine. You're actually lowering your divine masculine propensity or your, the potency within you. So evolutionarily, you're going to want to receive some extra uh, testosterone from your bro. That's how it works. All right. Well, there you go, freaks. If you ever find yourself out uh, having a few beers with your friends and you feel the need to have your testosterone tanks replenished, I'd be happy to blow a load down your throat because that's what kind of friend I am. A really, really good friend. You're welcome. All right. Finally, before we get into the news today, I'm sure you freaks are aware of this. I don't need to say it, but we live in crazy cuckoo bananas times. I've seen a lot of weird protests over the years. I've never seen a protest staged by rapists. Yes, this appears to be a pro-rape assembly. Hi, Galileo2333. No word on if Galileo was in attendance. This is kind of his jam, though. Are what you rape bait? Sadly, no. I hope these fine gentlemen give me tips on how to become rape bait. Now, to be fair, I think this is some sort of religious protest. Although guys are wearing t-shirts with the phrase, women are property. So adding that all up, I mean, I, I have to assume these are pro-rape individuals. Rape bait. Are you rape bait? Wow, shut the fuck up, bro. If you're a woman, please leave. Please leave. Why? You're not supposed to get a career. You're not supposed to get one. You're supposed to be in the kitchen. Shut up. I thought he's preaching to women about not getting raped. So why is he asking us to leave? I don't know what women do with their time, but it's not this. I just know that women are not supposed to be here at UK. I mean, these guys are just IRL trolls, right? I mean, they want 
women to engage with them to fight. I mean, you can't hold up a sign asking if you're rape bait and wearing T-shirts saying women are property and, and not expect to get into a scuffle or two. The Lord provides for my needs. You guys need to repent of your sin. Your sin is sending you to hell. Hellfire, people. I can tell that a woman like you has not spent enough time in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Not enough time in the kitchen. I'm just telling you. I can tell a woman like you has a lot of daddy issues. Oh, really? A lot of daddy issues. This takes place on some college campus, and I have to assume, like, I, my theory is these guys want to be punched in the face because then they can sue the student and uh, possibly the university. Oh. Women, women like you remind me of pigs wallowing around in the mud. Ladies, you, you need to work on your zingers. You need to get him back. You got to do better than ugly ass motherfucker. You know when people say that women are too emotional? That's a very like uh, misogynistic thing to say. But in this case, it's kind of true. It's like, ladies, I understand you being upset with what they're saying. But first of all, it's two guys holding up a couple of signs. There are a couple of religious douchebags looking to get a rise out of you. Two, they look inbred. Just laugh at them. Make fun of them. They're insignificant. I always think instead of yelling at them, like screeching, like like these people are doing. Not what Christianity is. Nobody agrees with you. See, there's no fun in that. It's more fun to engage with them. Talk with them. Make them say ridiculous things. It's the approach I took when I had... <laughs> I had to. I had to interview Glenn Miller. There was a gun to my head. But, you know, that old racist guy. I could have easily, like, screamed at him because I don't I don't agree with his views. You know, he, he's a horrible, awful human being. But where's the fun in that? What's that going to prove? That I'm some sort of sanctimonious asshole? Everyone, you know, everyone knows Glenn Miller's wrong for his beliefs. You know, let's, let's have him talk. Yeah. By the way, it ends up being not just women shouting at these people. It's a bunch of guys. Women are property. Explain it to me. These stupid college kids made this event not fun anymore. Like, it could have been a total riot. Not in the literal sense. You know, like, I mean, funny. Instead, it's just a bunch of college kids screaming, There's nothing funny about rape. What do you mean, women? belong in the kitchen ah! it's like yeah like anyone with two fucking brain cells in their head know this rape isn't funny rape isn't good rape is a bad thing all the kids though had to make a big show of this a big production bunch of humorless pricks all of them i hate college students and i hate little babies and i hate old people i only like people from the age of 25 to mm, let's say 50 there's going to come a point where I actually, I hate myself just because of how old I am. All right, uh, there you go. A little campus protest. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news. All right, if you're not yet Sideshow members, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you do, you'll gain access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Yesterday's podcast was a Sideshow exclusive one, and tomorrow I've got another. So it's a great time to sign up so you don't miss a thing. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. 
even less when you up for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Of course, when you sign up, you get access to a personalized RSS feed that you plug in to your podcast app like Overcast, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast. A bunch of them work well with the uh, the Sideshow feed. For an even easier way to gain access, if you do happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to DV, you can sign up for Sideshow access right inside those apps. Just search for Distorted View, follow the instructions, just a few taps, you're in. Uh, you'll get all of the Sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside uh, your free episodes, which is super cool and you know easy. So again, for more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. One more way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. That's a little perk. And then occasionally I send out, uh, you know, DV merchandise or little gifts every few months. I'll be doing that again uh, in the next month or so. That's uh, for people who pledge at least $20 a month. Uh, last time it was, uh, what, a summer beach towel. I'm not yet sure what the uh, the next little item will be, but uh, when I decide or figure it out, I will let you freaks know. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, we've got a fast food-related shooting, and of course, it comes from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. The altercation took place between a customer and employee of Jack in the Box. Oh, Jack in the Box. One of the most infuriating fast food establishments in the Cincinnati area. There's a few locations here, and, uh, you know, when we found out about it, Lord Douche and I were excited. There's not a lot of them in Ohio, and to be so close to a unique fast food option, well, we were just tickled. What I like about uh, Jack in the Box is the sheer amount of variety. They're totally okay with not being the best at anything. They're just okay. But they've got all-day breakfast, they've got burgers and chicken, and like five different types of potatoes. You can get regular fries and wedges and curly fries, breakfast potatoes. The list goes on and on. They've got dollar tacos. You get two tacos for a dollar. Again, are they the best tacos in the world? No. But for a dollar, you can't beat that shit. And then they got weird stuff. Like you can get egg rolls there. I think it's a great location if you're high and and you got the munchies. Because you look at that menu and you're like, oh my God, yes, I want a sourdough bacon burger with a side of white rice covered in nacho sauce and ranch. Yeah, I want ranch rice with bacon bits on it. Okay, yeah, sure, why not? They've just got a lot of crap over there. The problem is, at least here in Cincinnati, you never know when the fuck they're open. The sign outside says 24 hours a day. Sometimes they'll go weeks without being open, though. I've seen them open at 9 a.m., yet closed by 2 p.m. One night where I actually went, I pulled up to the window and they told me they were only doing DoorDash orders. That's after I placed an order on their goddamn stupid app. 
I'm assuming the experience that I have with my Jack in the Box is uh, what's going on in Florida. The problem is uh, Florida people are fucking crazy. You know, Florida man. They all have guns. Just released video shows a Jack in the Box employee shooting a drive through customer. Oh, I thought it was going to be the other way around. Like a disgruntled customer. No. Silly me. I forgot that in Florida, even the Jack in the Box employees are going to be Florida man. All right. According to a lawsuit filed by Houston attorney Randall Callanan, Anthony Ramos and his family ordered a combo meal at the restaurant near Bush Intercontinental Airport in March of 2021. Oh, wait a second. This takes place in Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Uh, No, why did I think this was Florida? Oh, because Ramos is a Florida resident. Okay, so yeah, he was there for work. See, crazy follows Florida man anywhere he goes. Somehow this had to have been Florida man's fault. I realized the gun was pointed at him. He must have caused a real stink. Let's read on. He picked up his pregnant wife and daughter, who was six years old at the time from the airport, and stopped at the drive-thru for food. 15 minutes later, they were speeding off in an attempt to avoid gunfire. (laughs) In newly released video, employee, oh boy, Alonia Fantasia Ford appears agitated with Ramos. He's in the driver's seat. His wife is sitting in the front passenger seat and their daughter is in the back seat. They paid $12.99 for the combo meal, the lawsuit states, but did not get the curly fries they ordered, prompting an argument. Like, why is there even an argument? Obviously, the combo meal comes with fries. Every combo meal comes with fries. Look in the bag, bitch. If there's no fries in there, you you know, you fucked up. Alonia, this certainly sounds like a jack-in-the-box interaction. Not even halfway into the dispute, the video shows Ford readying a gun. Minutes later, and with another employee at the window, she throws ice and condiments before firing (laughs) at least twice at the family. I've never had that happen to me at a jack-in-the-box. Again, this is all over curly fries. Just give them the curly fries. I know you have some, you know, back there. Quote, jack-in-the-box needs to do a background check on employees so as to not expose their customers to someone who would attempt to kill them, Callanan said in a press release. The family filed a lawsuit in 2022. Callanan recently received the video after a discovery request. The lawsuit claims Jack in the Box was negligent for not keeping customers safe. In its original answer, Jack in the Box denied all the allegations. Did they not see the video where she pulls out a gun and shoots twice? Jack in the Box stated that the restaurant has no control over and is not legally responsible for third parties like Ford. The employee? The Jack in the Box employee? Yeah, you kind of are responsible for them when they're working for you during work hours. God fucking grief. A lawyer for Jack in the Box did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Ford is also named in the lawsuit, which seeks at least $250,000 in damages. Ford was initially charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, but pled guilty to a lesser charge of deadly conduct. Ooh, that would be a good name for a movie. Has there ever been a movie called Deadly Conduct? I mean, you know, it would be like a TV movie. Judith Light and Mark Harmon star in the CBS Sunday night movie, Deadly Conduct. Anyway, she got a sentence of one year deferred adjudication and completed it in June. Callanan will discuss the video and the lawsuit during a news conference scheduled outside of the restaurant on JFK Boulevard 
later this week. The family is expected to attend. Stick with DV. We may have an update for you. Second story we have for you comes from my state of Ohio, where something strange is happening. Children are going missing. A lot of children. Guys, I swear to God, I have nothing to do with this. You gotta believe me. Also, do a Google search for little Asian girls' feet. Oh, you'll thank me. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but uh, that audio clip is taken out of context. That being said, you know, it should really exonerate me. If I want little Asian girls for their feet, I sure as hell wouldn't want trashy little children from Ohio. Their nasty, grubby, mangled feet, all black, dirty. I'd want pristine, clean Asian feet. If I was into feet, which I'm not. And I, I guess it should go without saying I'm also not into little Asian girls. It, it bears repeating. Yeah, the number of missing and runaway children in Ohio for 2023 is nearly double that of states with similar populations. Well, I mean, you know, it's because we're in Ohio. Everyone's trying to leave the goddamn state. Sparking panic among parents and police when some towns can't keep up with the number of teenagers running away. In the Cleveland area alone this month, 45 children have been reported missing. They joined the total number of 1,072 who have been reporting missing since the start of the year. While the majority have since returned home or been accounted for, cops say many are regular runaways who will likely vanish again. They say the rate of children going missing and running away in 2023 is unusually high. Uh, back in 2022, Ohio had nearly double the number of runaways than states like Georgia, ugh, North Carolina, ugh, and Illinois, all of which have populations of between 10 million and 12 million. Newber Heights Police Chief John Majoy said uh, earlier this year that cases of missing children between the ages of 12 and 17 remained unusually high. For some reason, this year, we've seen a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling in part because we don't know what's going on with some of these kids. Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, they say that most of the kids eventually are found and brought home. Why not ask them, hey, why'd you run away? That might give you some insight as to why there's so many children trying to flee Ohio. I think the most common answer you're going to get is... This is a bleak motherfucking state. There's nothing to do, no opportunity. I'd rather live in fucking Pennsylvania with the Amish. That police chief said, whether they're being trafficked or whether they're involved in gang activity or drugs, we just don't know. Again, though, I don't think it's trafficking. I know that's like the sexy hot topic du jour. We're all worried about human trafficking, but... You know, if these police are finding the kids and bringing them home pretty easily, I don't think they're being trafficked. I think they're leaving on their own. Cherie Snowden, whose 15-year-old son, Kishan, is missing, said yesterday at a community search for him, It's been over 40 days without my child. I just want him back home. I miss my child every day. I'm worried. I don't know if he is eating or sleeping. I just want him back home. But Joy told the local news there's just not a pl uh, enough police officers in the streets to do this as law enforcement. A similar pattern of children missing started in May of this year, with as many as 27 kids reported missing in the area at the beginning of the month. But Joy emphasized that he's never seen such high numbers of missing children in his 33-year career. And while Majoy claimed that it's likely the majority of cases are runaways and not abductions, he added that teenagers are naive when it comes to predators. It's like, okay, why are you even bringing that up then? 
Yeah, most, if not all of them, are runaways. But they're so naive, predators could get them. Why, why freak people out if it's not even, like, likely to happen? You know, uh, when I was a kid, I ran away from home. Was this something you guys did, too? Like, you weren't necessarily even pissed off at your parents. Just, like, one day, you and your friends, I don't, I don't know how old I was, 10, 11, we were just like, uh, you know what would be cool? We should just run away from home. Like, we'll just we'll get a backpack, fill it with a bunch of stuff, and just live on our own for a while. And then, you know, you know, we made a day of it. We had mom make us some sandwiches and stuff, and we're like, okay, we're off to run away from home now. And my mom was like, thank God, get out of my hair for a while. And ultimately, my friends and I would uh, would wander off, and then we'd, we'd start plotting, like, okay, well, where are we going to live? Let's, let's build a house in the woods. Okay, so we'd go into the woods and, and build a fort or shelter or something, and then we'd eat some of our candy and food. And then uh, since we were in the woods, we'd like uh, clear out some trails. We'd be like, oh, this will be cool to ride our bikes on. And then, uh, you know, a few hours later, we'd get bored and be like, okay, I'm done running away from home. Wouldn't last half a fucking day before we, you know, we got bored and be like, hey, our uh, house here in the woods doesn't seem to have electricity or plumbing. How about we just go back to my house and play Nintendo? I kind of had to take a piss anyway. And that's how kids ran away from home in the 1980s. Ting! It was just a fun thing. Final story we have for you today. A personal trainer was left with a weight plate stuck on his penis and in excruciating pain after a bizarre attempt to make his cock bigger went horribly, horribly wrong. I know exactly what he was trying to do. Trying to stretch that motherfucker out. You know, this method might work if it's done gradually. The problem with guys is they want results right away. So I can already tell you this guy put a weight that was way too big on his penis. He actually, I think, put his dick through the hole of, of the plate, right? Like right through the middle. He got it stuck that way, couldn't pull out. And then also the, the, the weight of the plate was painful. Uh, let's read on here. The 24-year-old from India assumed that he could transform his manhood in the same way as his biceps or quads. As part of his do-it-yourself method, he inserted his flaccid penis through the hole of the metal plate weighing roughly six and a half pounds. Yeah, your penis can't lift that much weight. This is a recipe for disaster. The man, who was not identified by doctors who shared his unusual case, proceeded to stimulate himself to try to lift it with his erect penis. Curls? You were trying to do cock curls? You fool. He ignored the mild pain and swelling he felt soon. No pain, no gain. You gotta fuck it like you want it. Fuck it like you mean it when you dig your hard. All right. He ignored the mild pain and swelling he felt soon after his attempt began. Instead of quitting, though, he continued in excitement. It's working. This is all according to an account published by Medics in the journal Urology Case Reports. They wrote, After some time, when the intensity of pain and swelling increased in the penis, he tried to remove the weight plate, but guess what? <laughs> uh, he couldn't do so. He panicked and decided to visit the doctor. I wonder if he was able to fit that weight plate in his pants. The man, who went to the hospital two hours after placing the weight on his penis, was accompanied by unnamed relatives. Urologists described his penis as being incarcerated. 
<laughs> and shared gruesome pictures of it swollen. Oh, I want to see. I want to see. Attempts to slide the plate off with a painkilling gel were unsuccessful, as were drugs and initial surgical efforts to reduce the swelling. Surgeons were eventually able to slide the plate off by trying another method to relieve his swelling. What method did they use? What what finally worked? He was discharged the next day. Penile incarceration, sometimes called strangulation, is a medical emergency. It typically occurs in patients with mental disorders or who attempt to get sexually aroused. People have used different methods such as tape, plastic bottles, rings, and key rings to carry out the act. Doctors have to release the penis from the constricting object urgently to preserve blood vessels and body tissue. Obviously, in severe cases, penis amputation is required. Medics have devised a grading system. What? This is like the Bristol stool chart, but for uh, cock strangulation. Grade one, edemal of distal penis. I don't know any of those words. Grade two strangulation is when there's actual injury to the skin. And that's when uh, there's going to be decreased penile sensation. Grade three strangulation, that's when you have uh, injury to the skin and injury to the urethra, but no urethral fistula. Oh, thank God. That just sounds bad, doesn't it? Urethra fistula. It gets worse until grade five when you start suffering from like gangrene and necrosis. That's when you might need complete amputation. If you hear that you have grade five penile strangulation, you should start to worry. If someone could illustrate a, you know, kind of like in the same vein as the Bristol stool chart, I would love to see a a penile strangulation grade chart. All right. uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Wow, we're almost 50 minutes into the show. We're running uh, late today for some reason, so let's just blow through some voicemails. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, freaks. Many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. All right, let's check in with a few freaks, and we begin with a patron. Hey, Timmy Boo, this is Baby Manson, Satchel Freak. I was touching base on your episode, I think was on Monday, about the dog trans species people. Oh, right. Well, uh, I think you're referring to the Folsom thing over there in Europe where a bunch of gay people get together for uh, some S&M fun. <laughs> uh, and there were hundreds of uh, guys into pup play, howling and growling. And there was video of that. So does that mean that when we're done using our pup, that it's time to take one to the pound and put them down to get a new one? Well, or how does that work? How do we, I think you the, just take them to the shelter. The replacement program situation. Can you help us figure that out? Bye, bitch. Love you. Oh, thank you very much. Love you too, bitch. 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 I'm not sure why there was that compilation of me saying bitch over and over again, but it's appropriate to play in this scenario, I guess. You know what? I think when you're in the gay pup play community, it's just understood you're going to be shared by a bunch of guys. So you don't need to be, you know, the, the pup doesn't need to be put down for you, for you to get another one. You just, you know, you, you find another pup and you fuck it. These dogs are community bitches. Bitch. 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 I think that's enough with the bitch, bitch. Uh, next up here. Timmy Boo, what it do? Can't listen to the June 12th. 
episode talked a lot about me not liking his singing or whatever. Uh-huh. You suggested he needs to do a cover, and then on top of that, you said he's currently working on a song about abortion. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened with Mead's abortion song? Someone uh, who who is able to talk to him, <laughs> Mead won't speak to me. But if you are still part of his Discord or you're on good terms with Mead, ask him about that abortion song. I want to hear Clearly, it. Clearly, he needs to do a cover. Yes, I know where you're going with this. Of your Cardboard Heart song. Um, oh. What is it? From My Dumpster Baby or something? You're like, I don't want it and I don't need it. Yeah. He needs to do that. See, I was thinking you were going to go with Lil Marky. Diary of an Unborn uh, Baby or Fetus or whatever. It'll check both boxes. I would love for me to do a cover of Your Cardboard Heart. Honestly, uh, I feel like Your Cardboard Heart, uh, that's the name of the band, by the way. The the song is called, uh, uh, what was it? I think it's just called Abortion. No, Murdering Child. No, Abortion. Sorry, they, they did two songs about <laughs> murdering babies. Uh, no, the song is just called Abortion by Your Cardboard Heart. It may be the greatest Linda Finkel Hall of Fame find ever. I think it's even better than Linda Finkel. You know what I mean? It's so bad. <laughs> I would love to track down the members of Your Cardboard Heart. And now that they're obviously, they're, now they're adults. You know, when they recorded this song, they were in high school, I think. I want to know what they think of this, right? They they have to just find it totally cringeworthy. Single mother of about 17 years old. It's like absolutely no rhythm. It's like such a teenager's idea, like a, a young teenager's idea of what abortion is. The baby is basically born. It's nine months. The baby, you know, she, the woman goes in to give birth and then afterwards they kill it. <laughs> I don't want it. As if afterwards, you can just tell the doctor, you know what? Having second thoughts about the whole thing. I don't want this baby. Just go ahead and kill it. A bizarre ass refund policy. Oh, uh, yeah. I would love to talk to the uh, your uh, cardboard heart guys now. And I wonder how they would respond knowing that um, our very own Danny boy uh, recorded a cover of your cardboard hearts song abortion jazzed it up and actually turned it into a banger i think it's a great song I, you know you could listen to it on the radio it's that good in my humble opinion i'm gonna play it at the end of today's show because you all deserve to hear it again it's that good as a matter of fact let's end the program right there it's all the time we have on this edition of the show I want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 
That's 20660. So God is, oh God. Mushrooms, 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 mushrooms. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back to end the week on Friday. And now to play us out, here's DV listener Danny Boy doing his cover of Abortion by Your Cardboard Heart. Enjoy and bye, everybody! Newborn child. Scribe.net.